0: Awesome, awesome, awesome. That's one of our board members, Marianne Farrell, uh, who deeply loves the Lord, who deeply loves the church, who loves you all. So give her a big hand. Give her a big hand. Awesome. So we are doing a series on what uh, what if. We are doing a series on what if. And uh, um, I want to show you a video block. Okay. Um, And this video block... I give a video blog on what the Lord tells me and what how he inspired me so I can remember and we, di- we made this video blog uh, last year, last October and it is relevant to us and I want to highlight that but before we show the video I want to read this scripture so it will make sense okay so in Acts chapter 18 now uh, if you're not a uh, Christian I just want to let you know that Bible is our basis of faith. We use the Bible. And in the New Testament, because the Bible is divided into two books, Old Testament and New Testament. In the New Testament, there is a book called Acts. This is written by Luke, who was a doctor, a physician. Uh, And we are going to read from Acts chapter 18. And let me read it for you. It says here, after these things, Paul departed from Athens and went to Corinth. And he found a certain Jew named Aquila, born in Pontus, who had recently came from Italy with his wife Priscilla, because Claudius had commanded all the Jews to depart from Rome. And when he came to them, so because he was of the same trade, he stayed with them and worked for by occupation they were tent makers. This is about couples today. Couples serving the Lord together. Last week, I talked about single women, single mothers, widow, and how the Lord can use you. And today, we're going to talk about how God can use couples To change the landscape. The spiritual landscape. Of our city. Of the country. Of the nation. So. The video talks about. How we can prepare ourselves. right? That we can move from prayer. To preparation. On what God is going to do here. At our church. And if we have to be a part of what God. Is going to do for our church. We have to move from prayer to preparation, not just praying at home, but move from prayer to preparation and we need you we need you couples here we need all the members here for great things to happen so let's, let's look at the video block. I am Ray Valui I am the pastor of Santa Clara First Baptist Church, we love Santa Clara we love this city. We have been here since 1850. And we have been praying for revival in this city. I have asked people to pray for revival. I have asked live groups to pray for revival. I have asked small groups and individuals to pray for revival. And we have been praying for revival. And one day as I was preparing, reading, and learning, and listening on how to reach the young generations, the millennials, Generation Z, and younger God spoke to me I heard it loud and clear in my heart and he was saying revival is not contingent on God's preparedness it is contingent on our preparedness I said wow God is ready for revival God is prepared for revival he wants us to be ready he wants me to be ready for revival I have to prepare for revival the church have to prepare for revival God is already on the move. He's ready to move along with you. He's ready to move along with us. But are we ready to move with Him? To see the transformation in a person's life, in a, in a family, in a city. So God can unleash the blessing and hope and transformation through you and I. That the kingdom of the Lord will come on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. Amen. So that's a video blog that I did so I can go back and see what God has told me in the past. And this morning as we read the scripture we need we need Priscilla and Aquila. We need people like Priscilla and Aquila for God to move. For God to move in our church. Because. God is going to give. Us the measure of blessing and greatness. According to our readiness. And our pre- preparation. He will unleash. His blessings. He will unleash. Salvation. He will unleash healing. He will unleash revival. But it will depend on uh, whether we are prepared or not. So we need Priscilla and Aquila. And we need to prepare our church so that God can send His labor. God can send blessing to us. So this is the study of the book, in chapter 18, to prepare ourselves for what God is going to do. So what are you going to expect in this sermon? What will you expect in this sermon? In this sermon, you will expect that Priscilla and Aquila used their talents to mentor others. Priscilla and Aquila used their tal- their talents to mentor others, right? The second thing is Priscilla and Aquila used their treasure to mentor Others. The third thing is Priscilla and Aquila used their time to mentor others. So what is the application for this sermon? The application is uh, how can we use our talent and treasure and time to disciple and mentor others? Application for us today is that how can we use our talent, our treasure, and our time to disciple and mentor others. So going back to the scripture, uh, that Priscilla and Aquila were tent makers. uh, And uh, as the scripture said, and he found a certain Jew named Aquila, born in Pontus. This is very interesting. Because Paul is coming from Athens. Now you know that in Athens... They wanted to kill him. In fact, Paul and Silas were imprisoned. And the angel of the Lord came and kicked the prison door open. And the jailer was so scared of his life that he was going to, surely going to die. But Paul and Silas intervened. And salvation came to the jailer and his household. And they were baptized. But people wanted to stone them to death. Kill them. But he came to Corinth. And then he met Aquila, born in Pontus. When the Holy Spirit of the Lord came, in Acts chapter 2, verse 9, to be specific, there were people from where? Pontus. Right. There were people from Pontus that heard the utterance of the language of the Holy Spirit on the Pentecost. It was believed that Priscilla and Aquila were there from Pontus to witness the great Pentecost. The coming of the Holy Spirit and the beginning and the birth of the church as we know. Isn't that amazing? Right? So from there now, yes I hear that, awesome. From there now, we see that in Acts 18, we find Paul after he left from Athens. He had come to Corinth and who did he find? Priscilla and Aquila. A couple that has witnessed great sight, great things, great coming and the birth of the church and the coming of the Holy Spirit on the church. And they were there in Corinth. Now, Corinth is not an easy place. Uh, if, if you think Paul was escaping from Athens to an easier place, no. Uh, the temple of Aphrodite, right? There were a thousand consecrated prostitutes in the temple there. In fact, Corinthianized means you're, uh, it's about immorality. The city is known for licentiousness. So Paul is coming into this city to minister, to share the gospel. And who were there? Priscilla and Aquila were there. Sometimes we think that, oh, Paul and Peter and Priscilla and Aquila, uh, uh, Mary, uh, uh, you know, they had it easy. No, they didn't have it easy. It was very hard at that time, just as it is today. But how the landscape changed, the spiritual landscape changed, is because of people like Priscilla and Aquila. And God is calling us today to be such person who had already come from Italy with his wife Priscilla because Claudius had commanded all the Jews to depart from Rome. Now, look at the political situation at that time. Claudius had said that there are a group of people who are led by Christus, Christ. They're troublemakers. They're the one that create riot in Rome. We don't want this kind of people in Rome. So around AD 49, Christians were asked to leave Rome. And they were scattered everywhere. So Priscilla and Aquila had left Rome to come to Corinth because of persecution of Christians. Because Priscilla and Aquila were Jew. And the Romans didn't like the Jew and Christian because they're saying this. They're creating rights all the time. In fact, Nero would say that the fire in Rome was created by Christians and Jews. So they didn't have it easy. Life wasn't easy for them. It was difficult for them to move away from another city, from another country, and to come to another place, and to restart their life again. But here is a couple that changed the church as we know. The history of our church. And he came to them because... Of the same trade. He stayed with them and worked by occupation because they were tent makers. Priscilla and Aquila were tent makers. They made portable tents out of leather or uh, the leather of goat. They made and they sold it. Poor Paul was also a tent maker, so he came and he stayed with them. One thing we know is that Priscilla and Aquila used their talent. Their profession to further the kingdom of God. To further the kingdom of God. How are we doing with our profession this morning? How are you doing in your workplace? The talents that God has given you. How are you using it for the glory of God? See Priscilla and Aquila were tent makers. Generosity is vital for mentoring. Because it requires your talent, your treasure, and time. Look at yourself this morning. How did you get here? Was it somebody that invested in your life? I remember when I was in college, uh, away from home in the city, a big city in Delhi, uh, 21, million, 21 plus million people, uh, I had no, I had no family, uh, you know. I don't, ha- I didn't have uh, friends or relative when I started to go there. I, you have heard my story how I landed in Delhi, so I'm not going to repeat there again. But I landed early morning and there was nobody to pick me up at the train. I didn't have even a place to go. I went into somebody's room and slept there. Because I found the key somewhere up on the top of the door. And he wasn't even there. I just opened the door and went and slept in that room. And got up in the morning and looked around for some people that I may know. Because I heard my cousin is in that city. And found him, of course. But during that time, there was a couple. Older couple that took me in and treated me as One of their child. The child of God. These were old couples. And I visited their home. Because I invited. Their grandson. Who was a pastor to come and speak. At the university ministry that I was leading. And he said would you like to come with me. I live with my grandma and uh, grandfather. And I went there. And they fed me. And she said. We are going to adopt you into our family. That's how it started. So, Isaac, who came and spoke here on prayer, and Gloria, they are my spiritual mom and dad who had invested their time, their talent, and their treasure in my life. We all need somebody like that. And I know that our church can do that. Many of you sitting here today have wealth of knowledge. You are like the library of the Bible. You know? You have so much wealth. You have so much knowledge. You have so much wisdom. And there is somebody sitting here this morning and somebody out there that could use your help. That could use your knowledge. That could use the experience of your faith. Do not give it, do not give it to yourself. Share with some people. Mentor them. Mentor them in your in your workplace. Mentor them in social settings. Mentor outside the church. And inside the church. Priscilla and Aquila used their homes for the kingdom. So when, in verse 18 and 19, So Paul still remained a good while. Then he took leave of the brethren and sailed to Syria. And Priscilla and Aquila were with him. And he came to Ephesus and left them there. Not only did the house of Priscilla and Aquila became a church in Corinth... Because when Silas and Timothy came from Macedonia, who did they go and, where did they go and stay? It was at Priscilla and Aquila's house. Because Paul remained in Corinth for about three years and doing the ministry, sharing to the people that Jesus is Christ. That Jesus is Christ. And when Timothy and Silas came, they found a place to stay in Priscilla and Aquila's home. It is where they started the church there. The church that we know. The Korean church that we know. The the church full of the Holy Spirit of God. The church that was known for speaking in tongues, in prophecy, doing miracles. That great church that was started by Priscilla and Aquila. In their house. They were using their treasure. They effect the change. What was Korean known for? It was a city, immoral city, licentious city. Who would have thought that a couple could change the spiritual landscape of such city? Well they did. He did. They did, because they trusted the Lord. They opened themselves up for the movement of the Holy Spirit. and it affected change, because they were willing to give their talent and their treasure. And it is in their house. That the church started. Now, after that, Paul's going to go to Ephesus. Right? Ephesus is a richer city, more luxurious city. And they were going, and he's going to go to Ephesus. And who went with who went with Paul? It was Priscilla and Aquila that went to Ephesus again. Right? And when they were in Ephesus, Paul wanted to go to Jerusalem. Paul wanted to go to Jerusalem, so he said, I'm going to go to Jerusalem. I have work to do in Jerusalem. Who's going to take care of the church and the ministry? Priscilla and Aquila. Paul left Priscilla and Aquila in Ephesus to do ministry there. And Priscilla and Aquila used their house to disciple and mentor people that Paul had reached. And their house became a church in Ephesus. Just a couple. Church planting couple. They may not have set out to say, we're going to plant church everywhere we go. No. But they they followed the purpose and passion and the calling. And they followed Paul. And the church started in Corinth. The church started in Ephesus. This is the church that the Lord Jesus Christ wrote the letter to the church of Ephesus. In fact, young Timothy became the pastor in Ephesus. And who did Timothy stay with? Priscilla and Aquila. Priscilla and Aquila not only supported Paul, but they supported this young, dynamic pastor, Timothy. See? Priscilla and Aquila were with him. And he came to Ephesus and he left them There. So Priscilla and Aquila use their home for the kingdom. And commitment is vital for mentoring. It requires time, your talent, time, and treasure. As I was reading Acts chapter uh, 18, I, it, it took me here. And I want to read this for you. There is a nugget in here that may not be directly related to Priscilla and Aquila. But in verse 9 it says, Now the Lord spoke to Paul in the night by vision. Do not be afraid but speak and do not keep silent for I am with you and no one will attack you to hurt you for I have many people in this city This thing this word is very relevant to staff to pastor and leaders of the church because sometimes you feel dejected when you are in the ministry field Sometimes you get you get disappointed When you're in the ministry, as a couple serving the Lord, you get disappointed, dejected, and God intervened. The Spirit of the Lord intervened again at that time because maybe Paul along with Priscilla and Aquila had faced so much opposition. And the spirit of dissection has set upon them that the angel of the Lord appeared when Paul was with Priscilla and Aquila. As I was preparing this sermon. Because we have been working on our church goals. For the coming 2018 and 2019. And as I was reading and praying and going through the goals. That we want to present to the board. That the the staff been working for two weeks. um, I find myself looking at the door. Looking at the door. And... uh, It was broad daylight. And many times the things that I've shared to you about God is my uh, dreams and vision that I would have encounter or uh, talks with the Lord. But this time, my eyes were wide open. Right? And I'm sitting there praying, writing, and thinking about the goal and the sermon. And I look at the door, at the front door of my house. And suddenly, the door seems to... Be magnified and become more clear and then uh, something happened to me I felt God speaking to my spirit I have set an open door for you because the door was open right? and I'm like whoa and he said uh, be strong and be courageous and I was stunned for a few seconds because my, wife, my eyes opened And after a few seconds, I found myself on the floor, on my knees, prostrated before God. And I was praying to God, forgive my faithlessness. I am unclean, I am unworthy. But thank you for the grace and the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. That has cleansed me. Because then it reminded me. Remember when I first came and preached here at the church that the letter that Christ wrote to the church of Philadelphia, that was the word that came to me even before I got here. In, even before I got here, God gave me that what I have said an open door for you. It reminded me that. And my thing to you today is, I'm coming to the church to say, okay, God has set an open door for us. He is telling us to be strong and be courageous, But we need Priscilla and Aquila. We need Priscilla and Aquila. I am called to prepare Priscilla and Aquila in this church. That is what I missed. That's what we've been missing. If the couples here are called by God, are not prepared for God to unleash His blessing and hope, He will withhold it until we're ready. So what if the church become as it should be? Then we should have Priscilla and Aquila. Right? And I'm calling for our church members to be Priscilla and Aquila. I am very confident. It is very clear. God spoke to me that you are one of the 300. From, Gide- uh, from Judges chapter 7. You are one of the 300. I am one of the 300. Right? It was the 300 that vanquished and defeated the Midianites. and you and I are one of the 300. You and I are one of the 300, because some of you were not here. If you are visiting the first time to this church, in the third series that I, in the second series, God said when I was reading the scripture, He says 300, right? preparing the sermon 300, I said, "Lord, what is 300?" And He went me to the He sto- took me to the story of Gideon. Say. So, if you do it by number, if you trust in number, you will not give glory to me. But I'm going to string it down to 300. 22,000 left out of the 10,000 picked 300. And they defeated the Midianites. This is what the Lord is going to do. From our church, in our church. The Lord is going to perform His mighty work through our church. I am very confident. I have faith in God that we will impact this city and we will have a global presence. I have no doubt about that. I have no doubt about that. But what do we need to do? We need to be prepared to be Aquila and Priscilla, that we are using our talent and our treasure for the glory of God. Not only that, we use our time. Our time. In Acts chapter 1824 to 26. It reads here. Now, a certain Jew named Apollos, born in Alexandria, an eloquent man and mighty in the scripture, came to Ephesus. Right? Came to, if you are a life group leader, if you are a life group leader, if you are a volunteer, if you are a staff, if you are mentoring somebody, one of the quality that you need, one of the quality that we all need is what? Hear me, church, is that we should be mighty in scripture. Amen. We should be mighty in scripture, not mighty in skills and talents which are good, which are good, not have lots of wealth, which is good. We need, because we need wealth, we need our talent, we need our time. But more important than that is that we should be mighty in scripture to affect change in this city and in this nation. Somebody. Is somebody listening out there? Oh yes. I feel somebody is out there. We need to be mighty in scripture. And in order to do that, we have to prepare ourselves. We have to prepare ourselves. That is the reason why our staff that you saw here today, we have program and structure life groups for you to come in and learn the Bible. And learn the word of God. So that the Holy Spirit will use you and unleash hope in this city through the power that comes with the Word and the Holy Spirit. The gospel, my friends, did not come as a weak, mere word. It came with the power of the Holy Spirit. The Word. And we need that Word. We need to be mighty in Scripture. And do you know who were mighty in Scripture? Priscilla and Aquila were mighty in Scripture. Because let's read it. When you read it here, the man had been instructed in the ways of the Lord and being fervent in spirit. And he spoke and taught accurately the things of the Lord, though he knew only the baptism of John. So they didn't stand up right in the congregation when this great dynamic, charismatic, eloquent speaker is speaking. They didn't stand up in the sanctuary and say, Apollos! Your teaching is wrong. They didn't do that. They didn't embarrass him. What did they do? Let's hear it. It says, When Aquila and Priscilla heard him, they took him aside, explained to him the way of the Lord more accurately. Accurately. Do you know why I'm excited this morning? Because something is ready and is about to happen at our church. Amen. The Lord. And the couples that God needs are all sitting here. That you can pull aside. I have great confidence in all of you. The couple said, you have been here. I know that you can pull aside any any of the young believers, people that are seeking God, and explain to them the way of the Lord. I'm very confident about that. I want you to be ready. I want you to be prepared. I want your eyes to open to the opportunities. I want you to hear what God is telling you. And I want you to feel the heartbeat of God. That you follow the heartbeat of God. And affect, impact, change in the life of these many young people that are crying out there, many lost that are looking for a way. That you instruct them about the way more accurately. Yes. Oh, hallelujah! Praise the Lord! This is amazing time. Priscilla and Aquila mentored Apollos. You see, conviction is vital. For mentoring, it requires your talent, your treasure, and your time. So, we, so you look at conviction, you look at your commitment, you look at generosity. What is one common thread? When we started, what if from the beginning with Barnabas, right, Cornelius, Lydia, and today Priscilla and Quilla. What is one common thread that made the Holy Spirit move in the city? In the household, in the family. What is it? Generosity. Generosity creates good, right soil in the hearts of people. It is compassion that melts the heart of people. It is the compassion that melts the heart of people. Even a giant, staunch Man that is against God will weep and melt in the presence and in the face of love. When I was in the Midwest, I mentioned to you that this guy, long hair, right? Jeans, boots, tattoos, waiting at the pastor's door after the sermon. And I'm thinking, okay, what's this guy going to do to me, right? And I walk gingerly. <laughs> and I'm just like up here because your pastor is so tall, you know. And uh, I went there, hi, sir, how can I help you? And I'm looking up and then he's crying. And he's crying and he said, I want to know more about God. Your sermon touched me. All I said was, God loves you. Jesus loves you. You You're special in his eyes. Those words brought this man, giant, tough man, to be crying like a baby in front of a little Asian guy. (laughs) I mean, God's amazing, I'm telling you. He is amazing. And he needs you. He needs couples like you. So couples, families that are here in our church, are you ready for the great harvest? Are you ready for the great unleashing of His hope? Because when you look at the impact, the church in Corinth met In Priscilla and Aquila's house. The church in Ephesus met in Priscilla and Aquila's house. Priscilla and Aquila supported Paul. Priscilla and Aquila mentored Apollos. Priscilla and Aquila supported Timothy. Use... Please use your time, your talent, and treasure as a couple to further the kingdom of God. So we can see the light in this city. We can see salvation in this city. We can see healing, transformation, and life change through your life. So we can give glory to God. Amen? Somebody. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I'm excited about Santa Clara First Baptist Church. The best church in the city. Oh, yeah. Uh, Did I say something wrong again? (laughs) But you're the best guy. That's why, best people, that's why I'm saying, right? I'm just speaking about the best people that are here. God bless you. Let's have invigorating, uh, inspiring worship led by our worship pastor that the Spirit of the Lord will speak to you. So if God is calling you and uh, nudging you today, as you stand and sing this song, uh, commit yourself to the Lord. Commit your uh, time and talent and treasure to the Lord. If you have a question, if you're struggling in your life and you need prayer, please come here. We will pray with you or go to the back. We are ready to pray with you. If you need healing, if you need to be touched by the Spirit, if you want to give your life to Christ, please come talk to me or any, the staff. For any need that you have, when we are singing this or after this song, We are ready to meet you and praise you, especially young people today. Let's stand on our feet, right, to worship. Young people, as part of mentoring, after the grill, if you are a young professional, young adults, after the grill, when we get the food, when you walk out this door, there is a room right here. And we are going to do a finance mentoring today right there. For about 45 minutes, young adults, you're welcome to come in that room, and we will do a finance mentoring. Praise the Lord! Let the Holy Spirit come upon. Let's welcome Him, ready to be blessed, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord! Praise You, Jesus. Amen.